Today on the Landing Space Podcast, we are talking about taking your next steps, how to start your business, things you need to do when you're starting your business, and how to grow and move forward with your new business. Welcome to the Landing Space Podcast, talking all things entrepreneurship and strategies for building businesses. Here are your hosts, Mark and Justin. Starting a business, um, there's a lot of different steps that you have to, to go through with it. First thing is think about the industry, whatever your passion is. Think about the industry that you want to get into and do the basics at first. Biggest thing in starting a business is set your goals out first for your business. Set a business plan. And to get a business plan is good because depending if you need funding from banks or any investors, they're going to want to know a business plan. That's one of the I think the key things if you're looking for for um, an investor or funding. And as far as a business plan, you also want to figure out in your, depending what state you're in, the laws in your, in your state, right? Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, so starting out, there's different types of businesses. You want to make sure you pick the right one for you. There's an LLC, corporation, Incorp, um, sole proprietor. We're not going to get into the details of each one, but... You do your research to try to figure out which one is going to be best for you. And then submit all your paperwork to the state. Um, there's a lot. If you don't want to do it yourself, you, you don't want to, um, you don't know how to do it or the process. There's other companies out there like LegalZoom or, you know, um, I think LegalShield as well. There's companies out there that will actually do it for you. A business attorney in the state of North Carolina will do yeah. it also. Majority yeah. that's the case around in all the states. It's yeah. going to cost you significantly more than what it would if you did it yourself exactly. and set it up. Um, it's usually when I did it, I had no idea how to set up an LLC. Now yeah. that I've set up a couple, I have a better understanding of it. But when I did it, and this was back in 2015, it was $650 for the attorney to set it up. Exactly. It was $125 for me to go set up an LLC for the other businesses that I started. And it's, yeah. it's cheap, and that's the way to go unless you're getting the actual... You know, you got a partner and you need to figure out the actual how things are dispersed, how, who's managing what and all that. And that's when you really need it. But if you're a sole proprietor and you're doing it by yourself, really just setting up the LLC is a good way to go. Exactly. And you got to, you know, you got to make sure that you find out what what's required in your state. Some states only require a state tax ID, depending on the business. But most most of the time you're going to need an EIN, a federal EIN, which is your, um, your business identification numbers, like your social security for your business. Um, you want to be able to use that to build your credit for your business to get fundings. If you become successful and want to grow and you need funding, you're, they're going to look at your credit for, for your right. business with the EIN. And you have to have an EIN in, in order to get a bank account. Right. So in order to get a bank account and when you're doing a business and you set up the LLC um, or however you set up the business, but you want to make sure that all of your money that is coming in for that business is completely separate from your personal account. Exactly. Because as soon as you start mixing money, if something happens and you're to get sued, it doesn't matter that you have an LLC. At the point that they can show that you're actually commingling money is when your personal assets become part of that business. Right. And so in a lawsuit, if you're commingling, that stuff becomes part of a business. And at that point, you're going to be screwed. Yeah. So what you need to do is you need to set up the LLC. Then you need to go and um, get an EIN number. It's simple. Google search will show you how to get it. It's just basically going through the tax department, getting an EIN. And then you go and set up a bank account with that new LLC, that EIN number. 
at that point, however, you're bringing money in and what's going on, it all needs to go into that account. And then you're going to, you know, pay yourself is probably one of the more difficult things to figure out as a business owner. It's always good to get a CPA too, though, to, right. to assist with this because they know all the legal issues, what you can and can't do as far as the money coming into your business. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. CPA is the way to go because you're going to have the taxes and all that. And let's say that you're doing something and you're selling something, you know, there's going to be sales taxes you need to collect. Right. And knowing what that number is, is different per county in each state because each county has a little bit different sales tax. Yeah, so exactly. trying to figure that out is the good thing. And the CBA will be able to tell you exactly how to do that. Right. And then I think the setting it up now, when you follow your business plan, the the first things you, you have to do is, like Justin said, you have to try to at least get a structure and get like a, somebody like a CPA or a lawyer to be on your side. They're going to be your references to whatever questions you might have as you go building the relationship with them and having finding good ones they're they're going to stick with you no matter what as long as you guys um you know you, you freely communicate with them i got some really good ones with me that um that help me out with my business um and another thing that that i think when you start your business is that you have to be ready you got to you got to have that mindset to be ready to fail um, because you're going to fail and it's okay. That doesn't mean that you're, you know, just, you stop what you're doing. You learn just like our episodes in the past, you learn from it. Just have that, that mindset whenever you start the business is that there's going to be failures there and mistakes that you're going to make, but you want to continue through it. Sometimes that's the biggest discouragement that we have is starting a business, but you got to think about it. You're just starting. You're coming in blind, right? right. So I like, I like the idea of whenever you're starting a business, not to, I mean, obviously there's going to be times to jump in, but I like kind of keeping your side, doing it as a side hustle. So starting the business as a side hustle until you right. feel confident enough to actually quit your job and move into that. And a lot of times that's a way to kind of reduce the amount of fail um, and uh, give yourself a little bumper like you're bowling with it because it allows you to have that income that you're still making from your regular job. Right. Do that on the side. And as you feel confident and you start seeing the money coming in, and you realize I do have the money to stop doing what I'm doing. You can switch to that new job. Exactly. And that's that's a great way to do it um, is because it doesn't put as much strain on you. Now, obviously, if you're younger, you don't have a family, your bills are significantly less, you know, jumping straight into that might be a good option for you. Yeah. And you always got to think financially. Um, you cannot just jump into it and and expect to make a ton of money right away. You're going to have to put um, blood, sweat, and tears into it. So you want to make sure you have you, you start off with a lower possible overhead. Sometimes right. you, you can't just go off and start hiring people. Um, be willing to work it yourself. You're, you need to know your company and your business that you're starting more than your employees, your future employees. Because in order to do that, you've got to jump in and do it yourself at first. Kind of like what I did. I had... You know, I had to jump in there and do do the, everything I needed to for the company. And again, I, stuff questions that I had, I always had my lawyers. I always had my CPA as my reference. And you know, networking. We've talked about this in the past. Go and go to a conference in the, in the same industry that you are doing your business in. Go find a conference, find a meetup group or something like that to get ideas on how they started. Right. That that gives you a little bit of ease and kind of take your fear away because you have some sort of structure. Yeah, you you want to follow this business plan, but present the, your business plan to them. Maybe they'll have some some tweaking with it that could possibly make it easier for you. Don't be scared to go out there and 
you know, go to, I guess, like-minded people in your industry to get advice. Yeah. And a lot of times now that's free too, right? So like you can be like, oh, this is what I need or this is what I do. If you Google search it, you're going to find a YouTube video. Yeah. Skillshare.com has got great options for stuff just to learn and how to do exactly. it. Like you can jump on there and learn just about anything without even having to step foot in a conference. Now, after COVID, a lot of these conferences are virtual. So you can actually sign up for the conference and not have the cost of going there and staying there and doing all that and see 95% of the stuff that's going on online right. at this point and still get a lot of value in that as long as you put the time into it. That's what's key with it. One of my, I think one of my biggest pet peeves, and you hit on it there for a minute, is knowing how to do your business yourself and being the one that does that work. Because that is one of my biggest pet peeves. And that's from being in the military, is that if you're going to tell me how to do something or you're going to say, hey, we need you to do this, you need to make sure that you can do it. Yeah. Or you need to be the one showing me how to do it. Because if you're like, go do this, and then you're sitting in the office telling us how horrible it is and that you would never do it in your entire life. That doesn't right. give me confidence in the fact that I should do a good job with that. Exactly. So as a business owner, you need to make sure that you're paving that path and that you're the one that's running down that road and you're the first one in and the first one out. And you're the one that's putting in that work to make sure you know what you're doing because that's key to having a successful business. Yeah, if you know what you're doing with your business and you try to bring employees in, your confidence is going to show to them and, and they're going to, your confidence in your business to help grow it is a contribution for you bringing in more clients or more, more employees. You want employees to be able to come, feel comfortable to come in and work and know that they're going to get properly trained by, by an owner that knows their business. Right. Right. So, and, and, and that's, that's the hardest thing nowadays. A lot of people, you go to investors, they like, you know, companies buy up, small businesses or investors buy off small businesses and try to, you know, I go out there and try to make money with it. But they, the, the investors that are buying these small businesses have no idea how to run that business. Yeah. So they just think they can just hire anybody and, and put everybody there. And the the current people that are working there. They think that they can teach them when, well, the one person that really knows the business, you, you just basically push them out because you bought it from them and didn't give them an option to stay to train anybody else. Yeah. So that that's the biggest thing. I mean, that's going to be that's the fail the one of the signs that a failure of, you know, of a business cuz I know a guy that um when we lived in Illinois, he had a trucking business. And he'd started the trucking business from the ground up. It was a very successful trucking business. And um they did shipments from all over the United States going all over the place. He ended up selling that business to a Chinese company. And they came in and started doing this stuff. And that, and he had a non-compete signed on that where he could not start another business anywhere within that area for 10 years. Right. The business failed in about two. When it failed, he ended up just going right back and starting it back up because that non-compete no longer existed yeah, because failed. the LLC is gone. It's null and void. But what he said, and when, when I was talking to him, what he said was the reason why the business failed was because they didn't put in the work to understand the business. Right. And that was the biggest thing. They thought that they could go in there that I had my systems and everything set up and they thought they could go in there and do that. But what they didn't understand was that James, which drives a truck Monday and Wednesday, can't drive a truck on Friday because he's got his daughter exactly. and all weekend and he's got to do that. And he goes, and I knew that because I spent time with the people there and I understood that. So when you come in and you try doing something completely different and saying, James, you have to be here on Friday, James quits and goes somewhere else. And that was the difference between his leadership and their leadership. He understood the business, he understood the people, and he understood the job. And that's key whenever you've got a business right. is that you need to understand your business 100%. 
And, you know, business change, right? Yeah. Everything changes. Things change so quickly. But having the understanding of how the business works and putting in the time to learn that is key. And then you need to understand the people you're working with and you need to have a relationship with them. And that's that's huge because having a relationship with your employees and understanding like, you know, she she's asking for Tuesday off. Well, why are you asking for Tuesday off? And it's not just because I want Tuesday off. It's because, well, my grandmother, I go over and I take care of my grandmother and watch it. So if I could have Tuesdays off, that'd be great because my mom can't do it. And she's in bad health. And that's something easy. You just do it and you're open to listening to people. And that'll make those employees more loyal to you. And when they're loyal to you, they're loyal to the business and they'll do a better job when they are there working. And that's an understanding aspect that big corporations kind of miss. And the managers in the lower level, you need to make sure they're working on that and understanding how to do that in order to give them that time. Yeah, when you start a business, there's really three things that I I always tell myself um, since I've you know, I've been through different businesses that failed and now I've got a successful one. I've learned a lot from it. But Justin kind of hit on a one main thing that really that I really look up to as far as um knowing how to, what you're getting into. First, you got to know your business, as Justin was saying. And then you also got to know your industry, industry as far as and as far as what you're trying to get into, what the advancements of that industry is. If it's e-commerce, know what your competitors are. And that's the third thing. Know your com- competitors. Know what they're doing. Know what your chances are for success. And and find out what you can do different to set yourself aside from it, right? And you can actually incorporate that into your business plan. You might not do it right away. You say you, you go for a whole year and be- business is steady because you have a lot of competitors. But you can always figure out what they're doing and you're doing the same thing. Figure out something during that year that you can that can set yourself aside and put that in your business plan. Okay, year two, I'm going to do this a little different. Right. And then people will recognize it and you got to market that to how you're different than everybody else. Yeah, setting yourself apart is key. Exactly. Yeah, because you set yourself apart. There's multiple businesses like yours all over the place. Right. Setting yourself apart, uh, being kind to people, sharing relationships with people will ultimately make you successful. Exactly. I mean, you just got to know and have the confidence. Knowing these things will build your confidence. And starting a business, you're going to have a lot of emotionals up and downs. Um, and it's all it's all normal because it, it's a scary thing to jump and take this risk. But as long as you do what you said, that was great. Kind of ease into it. Um, if you have a job now, you know, stick with that job, maybe transition part time and and then transition more more of it into your business. But I think that um, that's probably one of the biggest things that I learned was you got a, a lot of companies that I'm that's competitors with me. They don't they don't know their employees like you said. They don't know the industry. A lot of them don't even have experiences in it. They know they they could just start it and hire be people. Done with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not the case. The more effort you put into it, the better it will be. So anyway, this that's it for our episode. Um, remember, just if you want to start your business. Don't be scared. Get the biggest thing that you can do for yourself is get a reliable lawyer. Go network with people, like-minded people, and get you some references as far as financials with a CPA. Um, other than that, we'll see you guys in your, our next episode. And don't be scared to take that jump. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Landing Space Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching Landing Space Podcast. Until next time.